Games are touching on some more serious subjects these days, but I'm not sure if I've encountered one more somber than Simon Carlson's A Song for Vigo, which is currently in its last couple days of raising money for its $20,000 goal on Kickstarter. And A Song for Vigo, uh, the player uh, is a father who is dealing with the aftermath of having accidentally run over his young son with his car. Um, you have to deal with mundane actions or seemingly mundane actions like arrangements for a funeral. It's really deep, dark stuff. Um, and uh, although it looks like the, the game will probably make it, it might not. You know, If it doesn't, then Simon has some ideas of how he might still be able to make the game. But uh, just the idea of crafting a game uh, with such a serious subject and that one is sort of contrasted with the game's sort of paper craft look uh, I wanted to learn a little bit more about it, so I uh, hopped on Skype with uh, Simon, and uh, we had ourselves a little chat. I, I apologize in, uh, beforehand for my crappy English. Oh, no, 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 don't, do not worry about it. I appreciate you taking a, a couple minutes of your time to, to chat with me about the game. Yeah, um, <laughs> likewise. Um, yeah, what do you want to know? Well, why don't, we, why don't we start from the beginning, and can you just sort of outline what a song for Vigo is and how you came to want to raise money for it on Kickstarter? Uh, a song for Vigo is, um, yeah, it's, it's a game made of paper um, about a parent who accidentally backs over his uh, son with a car. And um, the game is all about the aftermath after a trauma. So it's all about exploring uh, the more darker topics in uh, in real life, uh, like managing everyday life when you're depressed and uh, are grieving. And uh, that's like, yeah, the game in short words, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I just ask questions and I, I'll try to answer them in any way I can, I guess. Um, why, why did you decide that uh, crowdfunding on Kickstarter was the, the best place to try and get this game made? Uh, at first, I, I, I was like, about two years I've been wanting to start this game on Kickstarter. Um, and I uh, have a friend who... Uh, uh, moved to LA and got involved in the project a bit, so he helped me start it. And uh, well, I I kind of need a uh, funding to m- make this game because uh, it's not like buying a equipment like a computer and then you're done. This is analog material which costs costs a bit, and then it's the whole idea of uh, it takes time and work. Uh, and uh, that takes uh, funding as well. So, uh, how, how have you felt through the the crowdfunding process? I know from other uh, project runners I've talked to, it's a very stressful experience. You kind of just sit there, you know, refreshing the page, trying to, to watch the number go up. How have you uh, how have you managed that throughout the duration of the project? <laughs> well, I don't know if I've managed it either good or bad, but it's I'm a fucking nerve wreck right now uh, I guess um, it's it's really hard when you're that one uh, unknown uh, indie developer because 
uh, a, a friends of mine, Tales of Tales. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put up uh, their game, and well, they're really well known in the industry, and they got funded in like one day. And I'm like, yay for them! But uh, it's really hard when n- no one really knows your name. And uh, I, ha- I had like like 60 magazines uh, that wrote about it, but uh, I guess it doesn't really attract the the more uh, the players that just want to have fun. I guess. Yeah, and that's certainly one of the questions I had of, you know, what brought you to want to tell a story this grim? Obviously, I have to imagine there is some hope in, you know, a song for Vigo. You know, what I've read about it and what you've described, you know, makes it sound like how do you, how does someone deal with the aftermath and how does someone go on with their life after a tragedy? But what attracted you to designing a game that, that starts with something so tragic? I think it started out as an experiment if I could do a boring game as possible and still uh, maintaining the player to play and not quit. And then I kind of got into that. I got bored by that concept by myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I, got, I suffer from a, quite a grave depression a couple of years ago. And then my... Uh, therapists told me that you have to expose yourself to anxiety and uh, create something without this with, with it um, and that's when I started to make this concept and really try to get out get out my own anxiety into something if you understand um, like sublim- sublimation or sublimination it's called mm-hmm. um, and then I figure out that many ne- neurolog- neurological diseases or issues are caused by a trauma or trigger event. And um, I uh, thought of a parent who loses his child. And well, that, that's, a, that's traumatic, basically. Uh, and then I started to uh, uh, interview people who lost their children. Making or making them share their stories with me to get like the decent atmosphere right and the details in a trauma. Uh, how the how the human race acts or something uh, really horrible happens. Uh, so I'm kind of inspired by topics that you people really don't want to talk about. Uh, and depression is something that, well, a huge amount of people are affected by it, but no one really wants to know why or get into it deeper. So that's my motivation, I guess. To uh, I want I want to help people a bit. <laughs> Sorry, to, uh, I want to help people a bit to see that if they're suffering from depression or lost a child, that they can maybe play the game and feel that they are not alone that many people contributed to this story uh, with this feeling and uh, several people mail me every day uh, actually parents who lost their children uh, telling me about the projects how 
just a Kickstarter project is kind of helping them. And uh, they want it to succeed, and I guess I'd, so do I. So. Yeah, sorry for talking much. No, no, no. Go, go right ahead. That's that's the reason I I called you for. Um, can you can you talk a little bit about your your background? Are you you know have you been a game developer for a long time? What, what sorts of games have you worked on in the past? Uh, this is my first game. Oh, okay, um, there you go. And uh, well, th- I guess that's why I'm kind of unknown as well. Um, I've studied. I started out studying uh, contemporary art. Uh, a lot of years ago and then I started to work in the fashion industry as a photographer uh, and I I kind of always thought that I could never make a game because uh, I suck at uh, programming but then I figured out or I found this awesome engines like Game Maker and RPG Maker and all those and that made me kind of realize that I can actually make a game uh, and, and just focus on the content so, uh, yeah, I, this is my first thing, I guess. I'm kind of also uh, nervous about interviews and uh, talking and talking <laughs> English. <laughs> in, in approaching making, you know, your, your first game, I imagine that must be why you settled on sort of making a point-and-click adventure game just because it seems like it might be a little easier to wrap your head around how to make something like that. I don't know. I, I, the very first project was School Application and Game Maker, actually. Um, uh, and it was like a puzzle adventure stuff thing. It was kind of crappy. Um, but I never pursued that idea. Um, I don't know if point-and-click game is easier, but in the engine I use, it's it's made for point-and-click games. So, yay for me, I guess. Um, so the more challenges making the art and um, animating each each piece of art in combination with each each possible um, light combination. Uh, so there are a lot of animations and uh, stuff that takes time, I guess, and that's the kind of real challenge. Do you find it somewhat? challenging or, or oppressive to work on a project with such dark themes given that you know this is something that's going to take a a substantial amount of time to make you're going to be working on it every single day uh does working on a project with dark themes you know h- how do you sort of manage that on a day-to-day basis i guess it's also from my uh, own self therapy i guess uh it makes me feel better uh in a strange way by encountering myself with anxiety um, and the hardest part is probably talking with the parents um, who lost the children uh, one parent uh, I talked with she actually also backed over her uh, own kid on his birthday Wow! and her name uh, his name was Simon uh, and I was like oh and then she said she worked with stop motion as well so it was so so many strange similarities, and that kind of inspired me to really pursue this 100%. Uh, but it's really hard to like really thread lightly and respectfully towards the parents, because it's so 
like you can't really say I'm making a game. Uh, I, I happened to did, do that yesterday, um, and people uh, said they want to uh, hit me uh, violent, violently because um, I accidentally said the wrong word. Game is supposed to be fun, and people think of it as a fun thing to do, or pure entertainment equals joy apparently in the games industry. Um, and uh, it kind of, yeah, yeah, it's hard because people have this definition of what a game is. Uh, and uh, parents are often a bit older and very, very firm on that definition of what they think a game is and should be. Well, games are interesting because they're sort of coming into their own, you know, right now, as opposed to, you know, for for a lot of people when they were born, it wasn't a crazy idea that games, you know, dealt with difficult subjects, dealt with fun subjects, you know, had a, a wide range of tones and themes and, and subject matter, uh, whereas games started out, you know, as you know, Pong and arcade games that mm. tried to take your quarters. So, <laughs> you know, they games are just figuring out ways to incorporate different ideas. And I don't think it's a, a big surprise that some people think that's not what games should be. But, uh, you know, it makes me excited that there are people like yourself going out there trying to, to figure out what exactly they can do uh, on more meaningful terms. Yeah, it's like the most po- powerful tool ever. Uh, it's just that games or the I don't, I don't know if I want to call it games anymore because it's kind of game means win or lose something uh, games can be like tools for helping people or educational educational games are often really boring because uh, I don't, don't know how to package it in a fun way I guess um, but yeah I think it's it's still an industry that tries to mature I guess uh, and then you have this whole triple A industry that counteracts that uh, yeah <laughs> and, and how do you feel going into these last couple of days I believe you have five days left uh, to to try and make this project work, how how are you feeling heading into the final sprint? Uh, really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I want to puke everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah, like yesterday, I just finished my second gameplay video, and that I worked till like six a.m. in the morning, and then I'm so I'm so done with the project or the Kickstarter because it's already in my mind the whole time and I would need a few days to just relax I guess but uh, soon maybe I hope it gets funded I don't know so that's why I still kind of talk about it and tweet tweet about it and everything have you thought about what you would do if you if you don't make the goal have you thought about other ways you could still make the game or is is this kind of the only way that uh, a song for Vigo happens um I guess, like, I did, I've worked on this game about for six months, 
and uh, several months of those of that time has been just planning the Kickstarter. Um, and this is where I have my like internship, but starting my own uh, company. So I still have uh, a scholarship that ends this month uh, where I could uh, work on this game and uh, afford to uh, make a living. But uh, if it doesn't get funded, I guess it's, uh, <laughs> it's screwed. Uh, I don't know, but... Uh, I would like to work on it full time. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't ditch it, um, but I think the serious topics kind of need someone to w work on it full time instead of like one hour every evening. Uh, you know, you need to get into that feeling, I guess, when you work on it. <laughs> 